This is Alec Butler. I am the series text writer, sound editor, and host. Its purpose is to inspire people to the future 21st century world of revenue steam operations. In this episode, we will feature sounds from three albums to represent a few California RS events that we will imagine charting in the late summer. The albums include Twilight of the Gods, made by a recorder that is still a mystery at this time, Don Hunter's number 19 album, and the Santa Maria Valley Railroad album, made in 1955, by Pete Brett. The episode features three imaginary events, all of which will take place in California. First up, an old engine returns to its original home for a visit. Next, we will see an engine whose design has never been used in America, and it will run on a railroad that was once the stomping ground of a movie star. Third, we will witness two more engines working hard on a railroad that was once impossible to build. It would be a California dream for steam lovers, and hopefully it will become a reality. So if you are relaxing on a lovely beach chair or hanging out in a nice cabin in the shadow of Mount Shasta, please do so with a drink of fruit punch or cider, and close your eyes. Let's imagine that this California Railroad dream became a reality, and the steamers with fuel reminding us of restaurants will attract more people to the region. The whistles that they will blow, and the echoes they will provide, will be as inspirational as the famous musicians that came out of the California cradle. Let the dream begin. The Santa Maria Valley Railroad is the first railroad we will visit, where one locomotive has returned home for a visit. Before I talk about the engine, let's review the railroad's history. This 14.8 mile railroad was started in 1911, and the tracks between Union Pacific's ex-Southern Pacific Connection at Guadalupe and Santa Maria, California, have been in place ever since. According to Wikipedia, the railroad handles 2,000 cars a year with cargo including asphalt, fertilizer, fresh fruit and frozen food products, gypsum, wallboard, lumber, machinery, petroleum, plastic, and scrap iron. The Coast Bell Rail Corporation owns the railroad. With all this traffic, it could be possible for a steam locomotive to visit, and the one that did once called this railroad home. That rambling engine is the small 282 Mike number 21. The 1925 Baldwin engine is the only remaining steamer built new for the railroad and was the last engine to operate on it in February 1962. It is currently being restored to excursion service in Astoria, Oregon. But let's imagine this engine will be used for RS events like this one at its former home. The landscape is different in modern times than it was from the 1950s when number 21 and other steamers roamed. There are a lot more industries crowded together in some areas that the railroad operates in, but it does not matter now, as the sounds are all we want. We record the regular SMV freight train from Santa Maria to Guadalupe. The sequence begins with number 21 finishing putting the train together in Santa Maria and traveling a short distance to an industry outside of town. We will hear a few reefers as they are added to the train. Then we chase the train to Betteravia Junction, 
where it will cut out some cars and back up to Betteravia, where the cars will be dropped, new ones will be picked up, and number 21 will rejoin the rest of her train at the junction. Then it's on to Guadalupe, where number 21 does some more switching, including picking up cars dropped off by Union Pacific. On the return trip, we again will stop at Betteravia Junction to drop off the cars destined for the industries in the nearby town. And finally, we will travel back to Santa Maria. This is all the action we will hear in the following recordings from this trip to the Santa Maria Valley. And it is all around 40 minutes of action. Just sit back and listen to Santa Maria Valley Mike number 21 show her glory on this famous short line.
For the second part of our RS event in California, we move northward to the foothills of the Southern Cascade Mountains to visit a railroad that has gained fame in the region. The Wairico Western was first opened in 1889, initially as the Wairico Railroad. It was later reorganized as its current name in 1933 and is owned by Railmark Holdings Incorporated today. The 8.86 mile long line runs between the communities of Wairica and Montague, connecting with the Union Pacific ex Shasta route of the Southern Pacific. It is an active freight railroad with direct services to the industries along the line, serving rail logistics and transloading. The railroad gained fame for having ExpoCloud 282 number 19 run on its railroad from 1989 to its auction sale in 2007. As was mentioned in the previous episode, movie star number 19 from films like Emperor of the North and Stand By Me is located at the Age of Steam Roundhouse in Sugar Creek, Ohio, a long way from the famed California short line. Something else was needed to fill in for the 19. As we did with the Great Lakes Central back in Traverse City, Michigan a few episodes back, we decided to take it upon ourselves and build a new steam locomotive from the design of a foreign railroad. We again turned to Australia's New South Wales Government Railway steam designs in this case, which was different this time. While the D53280 was the previous design we used for the Michigan Railroad, we went to the updated version of the locomotive, the D55280. And for the Wairica Western, we would give this Americanized version of the NSWGR D55 the number 20. The D55 was initially built by Clyde Engineering Works in Granville near Sydney between 1918 and 1925. Out of 120, only one, number 5595, is preserved at the Transport Heritage NSW headquarters in Thurlamere. But in the meantime, let's pay attention to number 20 on the Wairika Western with the same sounds to its bell and whistle as number 19 had. When we visited the Wairika Western a few days after our Santa Maria Valley trip, Number 20 began doing local passenger tourist runs. The two vintage coaches and a private car pulled by the steamer were restored to make the train look as authentic as possible. We begin the first sequence as the train departs Wairica Depot on its trip eastward to Montague. Then we travel to a spot halfway up the hill and catch the distant whistle as it echoes around the basin near Mount Shasta. Then we are on the outskirts of Montague as the train enters the town from the vast grass fields and farmlands to the west. It will eventually arrive at the station and prepare for the return trip. Listen now to this brand new hard-working Aussie American locomotive working a passenger train on a famed California short line.
In Montague, we will hear number 20 perform a flying switch with the coaches uncoupled on the fly and sent into a siding to get them realigned for the return to Wairika. Later, with a crossing bell ringing, we hear the train leaving Montague's station on its westbound return journey. We then record the train from a hillside looking down at the tracks as it twists through an S-curve on a spectacular part of the line. We finally record the train in the distance entering the Wairika yards, ending today's trip. While number 19 may never return to the Wairika Western, it's remarkable for a steam locomotive like number 20 to take the stage where number 19 once ran. It will preserve the sounds of a bygone era for years to come.
Now we are on the third and final part of this episode. If you ever wondered what track was built on the most impossible piece of terrain in America, look no further than the San Diego and Arizona Eastern Railway. When originally built in 1906, the railway was called the San Diego and Arizona Railway, but in 1932, it underwent the reorganization and became the SDNAE. Today, some branches are used by San Diego's trolley line, but the most out-of-use section is the desert line that runs 69.9 miles from the Mexican-U.S. border near Takeda to Plaster City. This line has not seen traffic since 2008, and there are still hopes for rehabilitation despite some setbacks in recent years. Let's imagine that the line was fully restored and brought in steamers as part of its participation in the RS movement. The first locomotive of two that we will feature on this railroad is X Magma Arizona Railroad 280 No. 5. It is the only steam locomotive that was built new for the railroad by Alco Brooks in October of 1922. This engine also appeared in Emperor of the North alongside McLeod No. 19 during its stay on the Oregon, Pacific, and Eastern. It is now on display at the Galveston Railroad Museum in Galveston, Texas. Let's imagine that this locomotive will visit different railroads for RS events, such as the SDNAE, where we will feature the engine for the next few recordings. We hear the engine climbing the grade near Carrizo Gorge Trestle with a short southbound local freight south of San Diego. The sound of the whistle is to warn anyone hiking in the area to stand clear of the train, and the chugging also reverberates around the mountains. Such a sound recording on a little used line, revived with steam.
Okay, before I get ahead of myself, we were not involved with the following conversation with the engineer while number five switched out the train in Campo. That is where the Pacific Southwest Railroad Museum is located and a new transload freight business was placed. The train ran a reasonable distance in Mexico from San Ystro to Tecate and is now back in the US. Now as to what the engineer said, you might hear it as he said, Aw, chase the women. He was referring to some younger rail fans wanting to impress their girlfriends by taking a picture with the train. It might have been train related or girlfriend related. But let's not get into that so-called topic of separating the men from the boys to the girls at the museum that day. Whatever the engineer meant, let's hear his engine number five switch out cars in the Campo yard near the museum before proceeding eastward in the following two recordings. The second one will involve the engine backing some cars past the depot to the rest of the train. Enjoy the sounds of the steam train switching as it was meant to be.
It is now near the end of the day, as we hear the last recording of number 5 and its train approaching the outskirts of Plaster City, California. We will hear the engine work hard and whistle for some crossings as it enters town. Not only was our imaginary local freight steam hauled on the SDNAE, but there was also a local passenger train working in conjunction with the museum in Campo. Of course, those who wish to travel the line through Mexico must go through customs near the border. In the future, of course, we will eventually have RS steam events in Mexico and Canada. But let's get back to this episode. The following recording will feature an imaginary local passenger train. It will be pulled by the second steam locomotive that was part of the SDNAERS event. The engine was another veteran from both revenue and tourist hauling days. For some facts, ex Santa Maria Valley 282 number 100 is a Baldwin graduate of June 1926. After her service days, she operated on the long gone White Mountain Scenic Railroad till its closure in 1976. It then operated for the Heeper Creeper now the Heber Valley Railroad, in Utah until 1984, and was stored in rusting condition by Fred Kepner for many years. Now she is undergoing restoration to operation at the Virginia and Truckee Railroad in Virginia City, Nevada. But let's imagine that this venerable Mikado was used on RS events like this one to show her power nearly 100 years after her construction. We are recording the action from the first coach. The engine has a water car that it will use on the longer trips on this railroad. Our train is struggling to get on the move at the Chacumba, California station after a passenger stop. One of the cars on the train has the brakes locked up. A stubborn handbrake was the culprit, and the crews were getting frustrated. They tried to do the slam-bang method. The engine blows for the brakeman with four whistle blasts and backs up with three blasts to free the brakes by backing up. Sure enough, it works. Number 100's wheels are spinning wildly during this ordeal, which is hard on the engine. Eventually, we depart heading west. Things like this happen on any railroad, even today, but the action is incredible to record.
For our last recording, we will climb into the cab of number 100 as we get a little travel through Mexico after going through customs at Campo. The grades were steep, so steep that we will nearly stall at one point. The different noises on the engine are loud, perfect for recording the sound. Well, too perfect. It was so loud that we hear distortion in this recording. But at least this is our last one. After this, we will eventually get off the train, head for San Diego for the night, and head home the next day to our base of planning. This episode of our imaginary trip to California was another great one for this podcast. As for the sounds, you will find the Santa Maria Valley album by Pete Brett on the Trolley Dodgers site. You will also find the Don Hunter album number 19 and the Twilight of the Gods albums on Discogs and eBay. I would again like to credit Aunt Elizabeth Tremblay for helping me on editing the narration for this podcast. And you will find her book, Look Again, a memoir in the bookstores across the nation. So with that, nothing more needs to be said. This is Alec Butler of Revival Steam, and we will see you next time.